Howdy, folks. Tomorrowland Transit Authority Metroliner non-stop now departing Rocket Tower Plaza Station for a round-trip Super Skyway Tour. Hollywood, 1939. Welcome to the WDW Reflections Podcasts with your hosts, Dewey, Ron, and Tony. Here, we love to talk about the Walt Disney World Resort, the way we remember it, how it's changed, and why we still enjoy visiting the most magical place on Earth. We're not experts, but we want to share our unique experiences and memories with you. You may learn some facts you never knew before, and you may return to some of your own memories of the Walt Disney World Resort and we'd love to share these memories together. So come with us on a podcast journey as we reflect on the WDW Reflections Podcast. Please stand clear of the doors. Reflections. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the WDW Reflections Podcast, your unofficial guide through Walt Disney World memories and their connections to the parks we know and love today. I'm Tony, one of your hosts, and this is episode number 14 of the WDW Reflections Podcast. Stick around towards the end of the show for more information on how you can contact us and interact with the show through social media groups, and maybe even be a future contributor to shows. This week, we thought we'd switch things up a little bit, so with me today are my podcast travel pals, Ron, and of course, your regular show host, Dewey. So let's first check in with Ron. Ron, how are things going for you this week? Hey, things are good. I'm excited about our discussion today, and it's just good to be back with you guys. It's always fun when we get to get together and just talk what we all love Disney. That's right. We love all things Disney, including Disney parks and Disney movies and Disney shows, and that's what today's show is about. But let's go over to Dewey. Dewey, it's so strange to be sitting here in the hosting seat this week, but I hope I can keep the show going as well as you do. How are things going with you? I I hope you had a very good Veterans Day. Uh, I did. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate the, that you know, little bit of recognition. Uh, Veterans Day for me means I didn't have to go to work that day, so that was spectacular. <laughs> a day off is is nice. Uh, I want to make. I just want to make one thing very clear. Just because I normally do the hosting and you're doing it today doesn't mean I'm giving up the big dressing room. I am the star <laughs> of the show. <laughs> and uh, I, I will, you know, I, I'm the diva. I'm not going to give up the big dressing room and my personal assistant. You don't get all of that, Tony. That's uh. that's my stuff. You know, don't uh, don't get any of those big ideas. Oh, but shucks. I was looking forward I, to that. Uh, I'm, having a, I'm having a good week. A busy week at work. So I look forward to coming in here and hanging out with you guys and talking Disney and having a good time. It's a, it's a nice distraction and it's a good time. So uh, I'm excited to have you hosting the show, taking on the hosting duties. I'm excited to, to switch things up a little bit. So I think it's going to be fun. Cool. I think we'll all get a chance to do this uh, as in the coming weeks. And this particular week, we record this on uh, weekend mornings. And this is the, the beginning of the second week of November for those of you out there. And for those of you who might be watching this on our YouTube channel, we, we do a, uh, a, a Zoom call and that's what you're looking at. So hopefully the quality is good this week. We are working to make things better each week for our show. Uh, and those of you who don't know about our YouTube channel, just wanted to remind everybody or, 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 or anybody who's new out there, 
our show records on the weekends, which means we're usually posted on Tuesday mornings, actually, right? Mm -hmm. And um, then on the weekend, uh, those of you who would look at YouTube, you'll be able to see some clips from the show that we've recorded through Zoom. And this week has been uh, a just chock full of Disney news. But instead of coming from Disney parks, which is the main subject of our show, we thought it might be fun to leave the parks for a little while, you know, settle in for like a non-park day at the resort and uh, talk about the biggest Disney stories of the week, which kind of all center around the date of Friday, November 12th, 2021, which was also known as Disney Plus Day. Now, if you happen to have missed the events and the announcement of the day, don't worry, because we've got you covered. On this episode, we'll recap a bit of what was what it was all about and fill you in on some of the exciting new releases that were announced this coming year on Disney+. Plus. I've got a whole list of things in front of me, so if you see me looking down, those guys in the video, that's what it's about. It's too much. It's, it's really dense. So it, it should be told, this is not a paid endorsement. We are not shills for Disney. We are just simply fans. In fact, I think I signed up for Disney Plus back in 2019 when it was first announced for like a three-year plan. So we're paying for this out of our pocket. I'm talking about it because it's exciting. There's a lot of exciting Disney news that's coming through this weekend. And I'm sure the things that, that uh, some of you guys may not have even heard of uh, that were announced. So let's get right into it. Welcome to our recap of Disney Plus Day 2021. All right, so before we get started, can one of you guys give folks a, like a quick backstory as to what Disney Plus is all about? Ron, how about you? Yeah, let's, uh, so Disney Plus is Disney's subscription service, uh, video on demand, on demand streaming service. It primarily streams movies and television series produced at the Walt Disney Studios and Walt Disney Television. The and features content which supports and enhances their intellectual properties such as Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic, and some newly acquired Fox content. It was launched in on November 12th of 2019 and proved to be a huge success with a reported 10 million subscribers on, the, on its first day of operation. As of October this year, the service has nearly 120 million subscribers worldwide. Wow, that's that's amazing growth, I would think, for any yeah. streaming service. And yeah, I do know that uh, they've been really excited about the growth. It's it's far. They had projections and like uh, marks that they wanted to hit, and it surpassed everything. They they they've hit those benchmarks earlier than they anticipated. So it it's been more more uh, popular, I guess you could say, than even they anticipated. So it's been uh, a, a gigantic success for Disney. But in, dis in addition to those long list of titles from the Walt Disney vaults, you know, you've got all those uh, old movies, you know, going back all the way to the first one, Snow White and Pinocchio and stuff. They also have a gigantic selection uh, and it's always growing every, every day, it seems, of original scripted content obviously we know how popular the gigantic show the mandalorian has been for disney plus that pushed special effects uh into whole new realms the stuff they're doing on that show and of course it introduced us to the world that has lovable creatures like uh, goodness gracious please don't call him baby yoda that is not his name his name is grogu 
but you know, you can call him the child if you want to, or you can call him Grogu. But yeah, that's where we got to meet Grogu for the first time on The Mandalorian. The success of that series prompted Disney to create a slew of spinoffs slated to be released uh, in the upcoming years. Um, if you And we're going to talk about that today, but if you have not seen that list of what's coming on Disney Plus, holy smokes, you guys are in for a treat. So the, the new shows and movies that the Disney Plus has provided are exclusive and the content is definitely worth paying that monthly subscription fee of $7.99. It's, I mean, really when you, if you haven't gone in there and looked and just scrolled through all the content, $7.99 is pretty cheap. I mean, that you can't even go see a movie at the theaters for $7.99 and everything you get on Disney plus it's pretty good deal. So, um, we, I'm, I've been a subscriber from day one. I think Tony, you said that too. Yeah. Absolutely, positively. In my opinion, money well spent. And if, with all the stuff that we're going to talk about today that's been announced, uh, that $7.99 is even looking like a better deal. Yeah. And, what and, surprised and, me was when it first came out, though, one of my favorite movies at this time of this season is Disney's um, Christmas Carol version. And it wasn't on it when it first came out. I was so disappointed. It's out there now. But um, anyway, it was I was disappointed when it went in there. But I, too, have been subscribing since the, the inception. So it's been fun. And they've been adding content all year long. Lots yeah. of uh, great behind the scenes shows. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there's lots of shows about the parks on there, about Imagineering and behind the scenes of many of the attractions. It, it's just been a, a wealth of of, uh, of a location to go to and, and just see and absorb as much Disney content as possible. And with the acquisition of Fox and National Geographic, I mean, you've got something for everybody on that channel. So this week, as the service celebrates its second year of existence, Disney decided to go all out with a celebration that spanned not only their social media pages and the service itself, but also made its way over to the theme parks with little events and promotions that were tied into celebrating the upcoming programs that will be premiering on Disney Plus over the coming year. Yeah, they um, they really celebrated big time, Tony. And I really enjoy the behind the scenes of the um different attractions so it's appropriate that they celebrated at the parks as well they one thing they did is had a huge um humongous um carpet that was laid out in front of the main entrances and attendees were given a blue disney button as well on the on the west west coast and then on the east coast they were given a button and a baseball cap um and they were also, if you were a subscriber to Disney and you could show that to them, you were allowed into the parks a uh, half hour earlier. So that was really a cool surprise that I didn't know about, but I uh, thought it was really appropriate. Um, as well, if you were a member, you had special photo spots that you could take advantage of. Um, and then they, as a result of all of this, uh, the parks were a bit more busy. So the wait times were for attractions were shooting up at the studios and, and lines in general at Disneyland. Uh, in addition, there was various surprises appearances by characters throughout the park. Um, Doug and Mr. Hendrickson from Up, uh, Tina, Darth Vader, Carilla DeVell, and the ever-present uh, Mona popping in for special photo moments. Yeah, the, those moments uh, were 
different from the ones they've been having where you can get slightly closer to the characters and get your photos with them, which was kind of neat. Yeah. Well, the real story was on Disney Plus itself, where they had a ton of announcements, show clips and promotions for the content, which looks to be absolutely incredible. I mean, there were also premieres of recent Disney blockbusters like The Jungle Cruise and Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. And I know we were talking earlier, I don't think you guys had a chance to sample any of, of those films yet, right? I have not. I didn't watch them yet either. Uh, we were recording on a Sunday today, and so I had to work yesterday. So my wife and I plan on watching something today. It's either going to be Shang-Chi uh, or Jungle Cruise. I don't. I think we're going to flip a coin because we want to see both of those and haven't yet. So that is definitely on my list of things to do today when we're finished recording. I'm definitely going to check something out on one of those those blockbuster releases on Disney Plus. Well, you know, speaking of blockbusters, I, I didn't note in our notes here that uh, Disney has uh, several Marvel films that are being presented in the IMAX format, which means instead of being in the letterbox where it's um, kind of more squeezed in, the picture is actually filling up your screen. And if you have an HD TV, it looks fantastic. It, it fills up your whole screen and, and uh, gives you more to look at and engage at. Hey, that's awesome. I didn't hear that part. So I'm learning stuff on this episode. I like that. That's awesome. I've got a, <laughs> we've got a, a big 65 inch TV in, in my oh, basement. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. The, you know, it's the whole 4k and all that stuff. So I might be watching something down there today. All right. So, you know, let's take a look at the announcements that were made for what's coming up on Disney plus. I'm going to start with a look at some of the ones that I was excited about coming from Lucasfilm. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, or you haven't looked around me or what I'm wearing, you'll know that I am a, a massive Star Wars fan. And so for me, the topper of the news is obviously Star Wars related. However, I, I've always been uh, a Lucasfilm fan. And it turns out that this year, Lucasfilm itself is also celebrating its 50th anniversary. And, and that'll be next month. So maybe we'll, we'll do a show about that and talk about some of our, our favorite Disney, uh, I'm sorry, our favorite Lucasfilm movies. Um, but it's exciting to know there are several projects in the works that Star Wars and Lucasfilm fans can look forward to. Because if you recall, Lucasfilm was acquired by Disney back in 2012. So we're going to start with the Star Wars news first. And uh, Dewey, I, I know you said you haven't had a chance to look yet. But if for some reason, those of you out there have been living in a Sarlacc pit for the past year and a half, you may not know that the galaxy's most notorious Mandalorian armor-wearing bounty hunter is back with a series of his own called The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, the, the show was first teased during the end credit scene. Actually, it was the end credits after the end credit scene of the final episode of last year's uh, The Mandalorian uh, season two, I think it was. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but I will tell you that Boba Fett is alive and well, and he's sitting on Jabba's throne. How and why he got there remains to be seen, but the series promises lots of action, throwbacks to the original Star Wars trilogy, and thrilling special effects. And you can watch a full trailer of that, uh, and it's going to start streaming just in time for Christmas of this year. The series stars Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett, and you might remember that he also played Jango Fett in the George Lucas Star Wars prequel. Uh, uh, Star Wars Attack of the Clones back in 2002. And that's almost 20 years later. Uh, and and the reason that I bring that up is because um, Boba Fett was a clone of his father, 
or you know so it's kind of cool that he came back to to reprise that role um Tomorrow Morrison is not the only member of the original Star Wars cast to reprise his role. On Friday, Ewan McGregor and director Deborah Chow shared a video interview, an exclusive one-minute look at the newest Star Wars show, which is now going to be called Obi-Wan Kenobi. McGregor played the character in all three of George Lucas's Star Wars prequels, and he says in the show that he's ecstatic to be working alongside his on-screen Darth Vader-to-be Hayden Christensen, who portrayed Anakin Skywalker in the prequels. It sounds like in this one he's going to be portraying Darth Vader because if you if you follow any of the Star Wars movies, he turns into Darth Vader by the by the time that those movies end. So we'll it's unclear as to we'll just see him in a suit or if he'll take off the mask and show who he is underneath. We don't know of any. I'm assuming there may be flashbacks uh, so that we can actually see his face and see what he was like, because both of those guys, even though it's been 20 years, they kind of look the same way they did back then. So it's kind of cool. And I really can't wait for this one. Um, Dewey, I know you're a huge Star Wars fan. What do you think about this? Uh, look, holy smokes. First of all, um, it's good. Anybody that was trapped in a Sarlacc pit, good news, you can survive that. <laughs> it, that's uh, that's great news for anybody that finds themselves in, in, in one of those Sarlacc pits. Look, man, this is this is fourteen year old Dewey's unbelievable and dreams come true. You know, I mean, if you'd have told me, if, dude, if you'd have told me ten years ago, but if you'd have told me twenty five years ago. You're going to get so much new Star Wars stuff that you, to watch on TV and in theaters and all that stuff. Uh, you, I'd have thought you was crazy because, uh, gosh, I remember in you know probably say like 1985 or so for like 15 years until almost 2000 when I guess the episode one came out in 1999. So there was you know 12, 13, 14 years where we didn't think we were going to get Star Wars ever again. Yes, and no joke this has got 14 year old dewey living his dreams this is absolutely amazing and then i mean look the prequels were were pretty good they weren't they weren't the original trilogy well, let's just put it that way but and i i have gotten to enjoy them more as they've gotten older but it is beyond a shadow of a doubt undisputed best part of those films was ewan mcgregor as obi-wan and to be able to have him come back. And first of all, he's as excited about it as we are. He is. And, you know, I mean, he's like a kid in a candy store that he gets to play that character again. And to, you know, we certainly as fans are just crazy with excitement to see him, you know, with the beard and the, you know, I don't know, man. It's just, it's going to be unbelievable to, to have him back and to see more stories because there's so much vague you know we we've we've heard references to you know his time in solitude on Tatooine you know watching over baby Luke and can we call him baby Luke uh, <laughs> we should <laughs> I, Luke, I don't know but I think baby Luke is okay uh you know but we're going to see what he was doing you know in during those years and we know that at the end of episode three Yoda refers to that he he's uh been in touch with Qui-Gon he's found a way to you know communicate through the force so you know I'm excited maybe we get to see if uh, Qui-Gon force goes like I don't know man I, it's just 
you know, so much cool stuff is going to come from that Obi-Wan series. And I, I, I just cannot wait. And, and then, then you've got Boba Fett, holy smokes, arguably one of the most popular characters in, in Star Wars ever. And, and we don't know hardly anything about that guy either. You know, we, he's got like 10 minutes of screen time in the movies, but he's this gigantic figure. Well, and now we're gonna. They mentioned in the documentary he's only got six minutes. In the show. And, and that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. He, I mean, he's literally, you know, I mean, uh, it's just crazy. I he don't became know. a legend. A legend. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. With six minutes of screen time, and now, but we don't know anything about him. You know, we know he has a jetpack and he has a cool ship, and then he goes and and he's in the Sarlacc pit. But now there's going to be so much stuff coming out about Boba Fett and that, that preview or that trailer for that, like, I don't, I'm not sure what or who Boba Fett is like the, he, it seems like he's, he's a bounty hunter and he's going to rule this gigantic, you know, crime syndicate that Java left vacant, but he is going to do it with honor. You know, like, I don't know. I'm intrigued by Boba Fett too, because he, it's clearly, he's not the bounty hunter we thought he was you know he it appears that he lives his life by a code and it's going to be really interesting to see that play out too so i'm incredibly excited about all that absolutely ron how about you you're you're excited about star wars yes (laughs) news flash breaking news i know it's shocking i you know tony i'll be on i mean i like the movie series i mean it's good but I'm not near um, invested as you and Dewey are into it. I, I love it. I mean, I, I enjoy it when it comes out, but uh, awesome. Glad for you guys. And I'll take part of some of it. Cool. Well, you know, Ron, look. I oh, was here we a- go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a child when Star Wars came out. You, know, you were like a 42-year-old man in 1977. Well, uh, granted, so, you, you are still a child. Um, but, that is, I will not dispute that. I will not dispute um, that. But I had the, the pillow covers, the, spread, the, the sheets, yeah. and the comforter. I'm definitely a fan. I'm just not... Um, uber fan i'm not going out and buying costumes and marching in their game (laughs) (laughs) well it's going to be an interesting way of continuing the story and 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 so many people are excited about this so you know it's been 20 years since the attack of the clones and those guys are coming back to do that role but if 20 years wasn't enough how about 34 years and that is what actor Warwick Davis is facing as he returns to his starring role as the title character in the new Disney Plus series Willow which is based on the 1988 Ron Howard George Lucas movie of the same title now rumors of the show had started swirling up around the time that Disney acquired um, Lucasfilm they wanted to know what they were going to do with the properties Indiana Jones is something else I think they're currently in production with the latest Indiana Jones movie Really but, I didn't know that yeah, That's they, exciting to me Yeah they started filming I believe in February Wow But uh this series was finally confirmed with this very funny short video that you guys have to watch it's it's on Disney Plus in which Warwick Davis introduces us as we were talking before to all of his much younger 
cast members in the show. And, he, and you know, Works developed a very funny sense of humor. He used to hang out with Rick, Ricky Gervais on extras and, and he's acquired that kind of uh, quirky humor. And he uses it in this clip in which all of his cast members are kids and don't even know really what Willow even was. So it's kind of funny. So I'm happy to hear that this is happening for him. Like I know, I know Warwick Davis as uh, Wicket, you know, from the Return the Wa- of the Wicked Jedi. Wa- right. So, uh, I, I mean, he's, he's entrenched in Disney and Lucasfilm and, you know, all of those things. So that's pretty exciting. I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen Willow since I was a kid. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 if you ask me to tell you three facts about the movie, literally the only thing I could tell you was Warwick Davis and Lucasfilm made it. That's it. I, I don't recall anything. So I definitely, is it, is the movie on Disney Plus? It, know, I believe Tony? it is. I believe okay. it is. I believe well, they just, they may have just added it or it's recently added. Add it to my to-do list because I, I will be watching hey, this Willow have, series. Have just increased my viewing television by leaps and bounds of everything I need to get out there and look at. And we're not even halfway through this. Well, it's <laughs> funny know. you should say that. That due to the show, we were talking about this before too. Normally, I don't get a chance to to watch too much, but uh, this weekend I've been busy watching a lot of different things on Disney Plus just to catch up, so I'll be able to know what we're talking about here on the show. I'm excited for Willow because, like I said, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So uh, I will definitely watch that. So I'm ready for the the Willow series. I well, I don't know if you remember, cool. it sort of ended. It seemed like there were going to be a, a, a bunch of sequels to it because that's what they intended. And they just sort of never got around to doing that at the time. I, I, maybe the film wasn't as uh, financially uh, um, accepted as, as it should have been at the time. But but Is I'm Ron Howard it. returning. I don't think Ron Howard's returning, but you know, his daughter, I don't know if you know this, Ron, his daughter has directed episodes of The Mandalorian. She's a very, she's become a very uh, sought after director. And uh, I'm, I'm going be a surprise there. Yeah. And so uh, maybe she'll direct some of that. Wow. You know, and, cool. all right. So we're going to, before I, I move on to Disney, I just wanted to say they've got a few Star Wars related projects. They announced about 10 of them last year. Uh, I know Andor, which is based on the character from Rogue One, is currently in production. We didn't see any kind of update on that yet, but um, they've got stuff based on Lando Carizian. They've got they've got tons of stuff all in the works. So I'm looking forward to all of that. But let's move on to Disney announcements. For those of you who don't particularly care about Star Wars stuff, there were tons of Disney related announcements. So uh, Dewey, why don't you tell us about some of them? Well, contrary to what Tony and I would have you believe, there's other stuff coming besides Star Wars. Yeah. Really? Yes, (laughs) there is. Wow. (laughs) So Disney actually has a lot of its own content in the works. And starting with uh, a reimagining of the hit from, I don't know, gosh, it's probably 20 years ago now, uh, of a film called Cheaper by the Dozen. The, the new reimagined show is going to have Gabrielle Union and Zach Graff. So, I, look, I love Zach Graff. You guys probably remember him from uh, the show Scrubs by, uh, probably 10 or 15 years ago. He was always real funny in that. So, I uh, always liked him. So, he's going to be one of the stars of the new reimagined Cheaper by the Dozen that is going to premiere on Disney Plus in March. So, that's just right around the corner, too. Yeah, that's incredible. I, that's one of our family's favorites. So we were a little, um, we're a little apprehensive that they're they're going to remake this, but looking forward to seeing what they do. 
Um, Disenchanted will re- reunite stars of Disney's hit film Enchanted from 2007. Uh, Patrick Dempsey and Amy Adams return for a new musical featuring the songs by Alan Minken, which will stream exclusively on Disney Plus in the fall of 2022. Enchanted itself made its Disney Plus debut on Friday. That I thought it was out there. Yeah, you would have thought it should have been on there from the beginning, yeah. but they actually uh, released it on Friday. That was one of the first films that uh, we watched um, on Friday. My wife and I uh, had oh, some cool. time after after dinner. We decided to watch Enchanted because we hadn't seen it in so long. And I forgot how fun and funny that film was. And yeah. it's nice to see New York the way it was back then. We, we, we were marveling it because that's around the time that we, well, we've known each other for a while, but we used to be in New York a lot at that time, especially Times Square. So it's kind of nice to see what it once looked like. It doesn't look like anything it shows in there now. Oh, that's interesting. I'm, now you See, now you've added another show to my list. Well, you figure if they that movie came out in 2007, they were filming it in 2005. So that's, I mean, God, it, it, 2005 sounds like it was just a couple of years ago. Yeah, that right? was 15 or yeah, 16. 16 years ago. So that's kind of crazy. But I can tell you that I knew Enchanted was not on Disney Plus because that is one of my wife and my daughter's favorite movies. They, I know for a fact they've seen it a thousand and twenty seven times they they love it so uh they're happy that it's back or that it's made its way to disney plus and really excited that they're going to be having part two they've been waiting for part two literally since 2007 they've really really enjoyed that one but there's more even more coming so and this is another cool thing my kids are outgrown the diary of a wimpy kid series but they were huge huge fans of that series when they were younger so Diary of a Wimpy Kid, based on the popular book series, is, is premiering uh, on Disney Plus as an animated feature. And the so that's, I remember when the movies came out, the first one was pretty good. But by the time I, the kid that played the, the main character, he was probably, I don't know, 12 or 13 or so at the time with the first movie. But then by, they made two or three in the series. But by the time the second or third movie came out, he was, I don't know, 15 or 16, and he had a really deep voice. And, <laughs> and it wasn't really, it didn't seem like the he was the wimpy kid anymore. So the, the, the movie series kind of lost us. But it's kind of exciting that it's going to be an animated series now. And, you know, they, the voice actors, doesn't matter how old they are, you know, when, when Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the starts growing a beard i think we've gone beyond the lifespan of of that character in a live action film so that won't be a problem in a, in an animated series i mean bart simpson's been nine for 30 years so maybe it's kind of the same thing we'll have you know a, a wimpy kid that will look and sound like a wimpy kid for you know the, the life of the series so that's pretty cool that's coming to disney plus also yeah, it's funny you mentioned Bart Simpson. I forgot to include in our notes that there was a short uh, five-minute Simpsons episode where they, where uh, the characters interact with a bunch of Disney characters to celebrate um, the Disney Plus anniversary. So that's it's cool. that's available on on Disney Plus as well. Oh, I didn't see that. I, I'm I like the Simpsons. I've I've been a fan for you know I guess thirty years. So I need to go find that. That sounds cool. That's awesome. Um, interesting about the wimpy kid actor. He actually 
um, attends the school that's in town here. So we, ah, cool. I've had some interactions with him. So that's interesting. Um, yes. but, <laughs> so he's not a, he's not a whippy kid anymore. He's a college No, he's student, not. So he's a college dude. <laughs> that, that proves my point. You know, that that's what I was saying. He, the kid was growing a beard or something yeah. by the time. The second he's actually second. still acting. He um, was recently in a movie. I can't remember which one, but um, so he's still acting, but attends school here in Cleveland, Tennessee, which is odd, but that's cool. Um, the there's also another animated film from the same series wimpy kid book um that will premiere in 2022 that's that one's called red roderick rules and i think roderick rules they that's one of the live action ones that they made you know right. a few years ago yeah i think um, you're right that's going to be cool my uh, i remember my kids loved those books and uh we recently just actually were we're kind of doing some cleaning around the house and we just donated a whole bunch of uh diary of a wimpy kid books to a, a local organization because you know my kids don't read that anymore but that's cool that that's coming to disney plus something else coming to disney plus is uh, i this is really cool because this is go, coming back kind of full circle some of the really popular uh disney afternoon shows are going to be rejuvenated Chippendale Rescue Rangers are back in this. This is intriguing to me. It's not an animated show. They're going to go like full Mary Poppins on us. And it's going to be a hybrid live action and computer generated animation feature. And so it's going to be, you know, like I said, Mary Poppins, it's going to have real actors. And then the, my guess is the, the, the Chippendale are going to be animated. So oh, wow. that's going to be kind of cool. It's going to star Adam Sandberg and John Mulaney, and that's going to premiere in spring of 2022. So that's going to be a movie, a, a feature, so an animated feature. So that is interesting. I'm, I wonder I'm, if they'll be the humans or if they'll be the Chip and Dale. Oh, oh you mean uh, the Adam the Sandberg? Actors, and, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, Adam Sandberg's hilarious, but I don't know if I, I, I haven't heard his Chip and Dale uh, impression i don't i don't know if they'll speed do up their voices probably <laughs> yeah maybe so that's funny that's going to be cool well for me one of the most anticipated films of the year is going to premiere on disney plus on november 25th and this one i cannot wait for i'm a huge beatles fan so of course i am talking about peter jackson's get back which is a three-night streaming event of a new film that was fashioned out of 54 hours of never before seen footage of the beatles in the recording studio as they prepare to uh, create their penultimate album which is let it be and um, this is kind of a remake of the original let it be movie which has not really been seen by too many people uh, over the over the years, it, it was held back because it shows the band kind of falling apart. But uh, Peter Jackson's found footage that shows how they actually did like each other and worked well e with each other and created a new story. So a lot of us Beatle fans are looking forward to this one. And I'll probably talk about that more once it airs because I'm, I'm really excited about that one. Another one that uh, I'm excited about, Dewey, you won't really care about <laughs> this, but... <laughs> Hocus Pocus 2 featuring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy is coming to Disney in the fall of 22, just in time for the next Halloween. Um, I think this is awesome. They, the Hocus Pocus is a feature that plays every fall, and I hope they do just as good with this second 
version of it and that we have some more hocus pocus fun and listen i i we talked about this in a previous episode I, ron gives this his the the rosker that's the ron oscar he, <laughs> he is given the rosker to hocus pocus you guys may remember from a previous episode <laughs> us talking about this he thinks it's the greatest movie in human history <laughs> and so he's getting a sequel to his favorite movie ever Hocus Pocus. Let's uh, let's let's not get carried away. I would give it a rock. I like that. I like the the the, the, Rosker. the title, the Rosker. I just made that up on the spot. I am a creative genius. Oh my goodness! I'm not giving you that kind of credit. I'm just saying I like it. So Rosker winning film gets a sequel. There you go. Big news for Disney Plus. So also more in creative stuff coming to Disney Plus. A new comedy called Better Nate Than Ever based on a book by Tim Fetterly is premiering in the spring of 2022. And I love when they, they bring books and are bringing new stuff to, to, to the big screen or to the, even to the small screen for, for streaming services. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's getting sequels and there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, we talked about the cheaper by the dozen is being reimagined. Hollywood does a lot of that reimagining stuff. But uh, let's, I like it when they're giving some love to new stuff and new books. So that sounds, uh, sounds like that's going to be funny, better Nate than ever. It's a cool play on words. So that's coming also in the spring of 22. Well, speaking of remakes, uh, there is going to be a reboot, sort of, or remake of one of Disney's classic animated films. One of my favorite Disney movies of all time, created by Walt Disney himself. Pinocchio, uh, and it's going to fa- it's going to premiere next fall. And this particular film, the only reason that I give it some sense of looking forward to is it also features uh, my fa- one of my favorite actors, Tom Hanks, in the role. I, I believe I'm going to assume he's playing Geppetto and not not Pinocchio himself. <laughs> but it'll be uh, uh, Tom Hanks, uh, Cynthia Enrivio, who was recently just cast in the movie version of Wicked. She's going to be playing in this one. She's going to be playing. Um, uh, a fairy godmother i'm assuming and luke evans is in it and there's gonna be a bunch of different voice talent but another thing that makes this interesting is that it is going to be directed by robert zemeckis who i believe he did was it hocus pocus as well but uh he um back to the future i mean that's pretty much his uh his resume as far as i'm concerned so i'm looking forward to that that, a remake. The only I'm with you, Tony. I a remake of Pinocchio is going to be a hard sell. But yeah, Tom Hanks is an incredible actor, and if anybody could pull, make it happen, well, he's going to be. He. I'm glad to see that he's a part of it. Did you guys get to see the movie in which he played um, Walt? Yeah. Oh, yes. Incredible. Um, let look. Let me tell you. Um, I'm not a saving Mr. Know, Banks. Uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, I'm not a, you know, cry at the movies kind of guy, but that movie gets me choked up every time. That is an absolutely fantastic movie. And I mean, come on, Tom Hanks. I mean, gee whiz, that dude, I don't know that he's ever made anything bad. If if he did, I didn't see it. Maybe Bosom Buddies. That was kind of bad, (laughs) (laughs) but that's funny. Yeah, it's going way back, but the dude doesn't make anything bad. So uh, you know, I mean, Disney is this is kind of the thing they've been doing for about 10 years now is making live action uh, versions of their animated classics. 
and most of them have been pretty good. I haven't, uh, I haven't, I didn't love the Lion King, the, you know, and you mm-hmm. say that's live action. I mean, those were computer generated yeah. lions, but uh, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but, um, you know, Beauty and the Beast was really good. And, you know, those, those Aladdin was good. pretty good. Aladdin, Aladdin was I really, really liked Aladdin. I was shocked with how good that was. Actually. Yep. So, I mean, taking a Disney movie that's a classic story and you, it, you enter Tom Hanks, boom, magic. That, I don't see how that could be bad. So uh, some of the stuff coming to Disney Plus next year is also going to be incorporating mo- movies from their, their Fox acquisition from those franchises. And Ice Age is getting a new installment. The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild will be an all new movie premiering January 28th. So really, that's just right around the corner, too. Uh, a Disney premiered a teaser trailer on Disney Plus showing the, the Ice Age gang. And they're on a prehistoric mission to save the lost world from dinosaur domination. So my kids, again, loved the Ice Age movies when, when they were younger. Uh, I know that they were pretty popular and stuff. So that's kind of cool. A new, new Ice Age movie coming out. This next one, Dewey, I don't know. It, it's going to, Cinderella is my daughter's favorites, one of my daughter's favorites. And Sneaker Bellas is a new film set in the Advent Guard street sneaker subculture of New York City. The high energy, music driven Disney Plus original movie puts a gender flip twist on the Cinderella fairy tale wow that (laughs) wow look uh you guys know i'm a high school teacher and so i make fun of my students all the time because the like look for me shoes are something that you put your stinky feet in and you 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 walk in them so that you don't get your the bottom of your feet injured apparently to the younger folks you know i'm a grumpy old man here to the younger folks, that's not what shoes are. <laughs> shoes are something that have to be, yes, I see your grumpy mug. That is me. Yes, I'm grumpy. Uh, these, these kids with their shoes nowadays, like though, if we are going outside, they bring shoes that they change into because these, you know, their fancy shoes can't touch the ground. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? They're shoes. You're, and it's like, no, these are my J's. And they're like Jordans or whatever. And like, they can't, they can't go in the grass with them or they can't go on our track with them because the track will leave a red residue on the bottom of their shoes. And I'm like, but they're shoes. You put your stinky feet in them. They're not something to be worshiped. Apparently that is apparently they're that this is a whole like subculture of, of, you know, I, I don't know. Something I used to know, I'm not familiar with. I used to know some, some young guys at work who, would spend each week or each month looking at sneaker sites to buy new new shoes new yeah sneakers. it's like a, people collect shoes and i'm like yeah. yeah i i have um look every every single shoe i have has a duplicate you know i it's, i have two of them you know i it's <laughs> it took ron a second to, oh to my get it gosh <laughs> I don't know, man. Shoes are on the jungle cruise. Yes, that is a jungle cruise level joke. Uh, But, you know, some people collect them and maybe that, you know, this sneakerella thing is um, maybe it'll be popular. I don't get that whole subculture thing. Uh, 
I put my shoes on so I don't burn my feet on hot pavement. That's basically <laughs> it. So that sounds interesting. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be added to my uh, watch list or not, but it's uh, someone... there's a trailer for those of you who might be interested. There's a trailer up there for that. If you love shoes and want to <laughs> keep them clean and don't let them touch the ground, then this sounds like it's for you. So uh, more Disney Disney Plus stuff. Throwing back to an old school Disney Channel series from the 2000s, uh, my daughter enjoyed this show. It's The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. It's a new animated series based on that Disney Channel series from the 2000s. It's going to premiere on Disney Plus in February of 2022. And it picks up the story of its central character, who was named Penny Proud. And it features her, and this is a, this is a quote, her madcap family and her loyal crew. So I never watched this show. I do know that my kids liked it. My daughter did at least. So she'll probably be excited to hear about that. But The Proud Family was a, was a pretty popular show back in the 2000s, early, mid-2000s, I guess. The musical that won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> High school musical, uh, the series, Love is an Open Door Outside the Halls of East High. Season three of the show will follow its characters to sleep sleep away camp for a summer of campfires romances and curfew free nights Ooh, set Ooh. those dvrs now yes. <laughs> and ron it's actually high school musical the musical the series oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> corrected thank you <laughs> listen that the name of that series just broke the Guinness Book of World Records for the use of most colons in a movie title. Right. <laughs> High School Musical colon the musical colon the series colon. Oh my goodness, that's too much. So look, you know what? You want to know what I remember about High School Musical? I remember every thirty-seven seconds that float would travel down <laughs> the street of Hollywood studios like every 37 seconds it was All like, in this and it was that high school musical that the it traveled down in front of the the Mickey hat and I was like oh my gosh again with this high school musical stuff so th there's grumpy Dewey again but um lots of people love that show oh so. it's definitely there it's it's they're doing it for a reason that's for sure <laughs> for sure so again probably not going to be added to my um my <laughs> disney plus to-do list but uh, many people will enjoy that so disney plus also announced a new live action series the spiderwick chronicles it's a modern coming of age story combined with fantasy adventure from paramount television studios and 20th television so that's the name change it used to be 20th century fox and, you know, when Disney acquired it, they did some name changes there. So 20th Television, that's one of the uh, and one of the Disney television studios. The series is based on beloved best-selling books and will follow the Grace family, who are twin brothers, Jared and Simon, their sister, Mallory, and their mother, Helen, as they move into their dilapidated ancestral home. They begin to unravel a dark mystery about their great uncle, who once discovered the secret and sometimes dangerous fairy world. So uh, again, more, more uh, stuff coming from, from books. I like that stuff. So that sounds pretty cool. Lots of, sounds like a lot of content uh, really for any, but like lots of different age groups, you know, you've got some stuff that grumpy old guys like me will like, and then some, you know, Disney channel shows coming back and stuff. 
a lot of a lot of stuff for lots of different age groups. So that's pretty cool. Now, what was pretty cool for me was one of the cutest little trailers that premiered on Disney Plus was for, uh, featuring Baymax, and he was the the big marshmallow-looking um, health aid robot from Big Hero Six, which technically wasn't that like a Marvel thing, but uh, he's going to get the distinction of of having Disney Plus's first original animated series, and the the trailer for that was really funny and very cute. Oh, well, and uh, continuing on the uh, theme of animated series, Disney also announced Zootopia Plus featuring a return to the fast-paced mammal metropolis of Zootopia. And that series will premiere in the summer of 22. Look, uh, Big Hero 6 and Zootopia, both really, really good. Uh, Disney, Pixar, you know, that computer animated stuff. Uh, it, nowadays, it's hard to tell which one's Pixar and which one's I Disney think those were both studios. Disney. Yeah, it's hard. But since Disney went away from the hand-drawn animation yeah. and, and went to there, uh, the look. The, the, it, it looks very similar. And both really, really good. Uh, both the Baymax and the Zootopia characters are a lot of fun. So I'm glad to see. I hope they get a little bit more presence in the parks with, with, with coming out with these new shows. Because there's a meet and greet for Baymax or at least there was before they tore down that side of uh, Future World. There was a meet and greet for Baymax. Uh, I don't know where he's at right now, but the Zootopia characters, I've seen them once or twice and in the parks, and they're really not there that much. So maybe you'll get to see some, some, some presence in the parks with these new... And as we've said before, Animal Kingdom is a perfect place for them to be. Yes, absolutely. That, that would be really cool. Then they can advertise the new shows with uh with having them do some meet and greets or something in in animal kingdom i agree with you tony that'd be cool so more this is a this is actually a pretty big deal and uh because it's uh, a new disney princess information new show for disney princesses fresh off her appearances in the theme parks princess tiana will star in her own musical series on disney plus named tiana and it's going to be coming to disney plus in 2023 in this series, Tiana sets off for a grand new adventure as the newly crowned princess of Maldonia. You remember her, her love affair with the prince in, in the uh, Princess and the Frog. It picks up after the events of that movie. And she's going to be off on these new adventures. But while she's away, she's going to feel a calling to return to her past in New Orleans. She won't leave that too far behind. So that sounds pretty good. Uh, Princess and the Frog is a really, really good uh, Disney movie. Great music in that. If you like that uh, New Orleans jazz and stuff like that, you really enjoy that music. But that's going to be pretty cool. I'm, I, I'll be looking forward to watching that. Well, an example of one of the announcements that I missed that we were talking about, there were so many of these that it's easy to miss one or two of them. Um, Disney intertwined or something called Entrelazados, which is the first Disney Plus original series, which is produced in Latin America. And that's currently streaming right now in Disney, uh, since Disney Plus Day. And in that series, a character named Allegra, who's played by Carolina Dominic, is ready, ready to change the past in order to reach her dream. So speaking of dreams, so are, are either of you waiting for 
or dreaming of original content from Pixar. We just mentioned the, the Pixar look. Because if you watch the Pixar 2021 Disney Plus Day special, you'll go behind the scenes on several new Pixar projects in development for this service, including two documentaries that are coming in 2022 that explore the making of a movie called Turning Red and the making of Lightyear, the Buzz Lightyear story. So um, why don't one of you guys talk to us about some of the other Pixar announcements? And you, you guys thought this was over. It's, it goes on and on and on. So, so <laughs> yeah. Pixar. Hey, I'm excited about this one. Larry the Cable Guy revealed the title of the upcoming car series, Cars on the Road. Join Mater, voiced by uh, Larry the Cable Guy, of course, and Lightning McQueen, voiced by Owen Wilson, in this fun-filled cross-country road trip streaming on Disney Plus in 22. I'm a Cars fan, so I'm excited to hear this one. And I'm, I'm excited that they've got both of the original voice actors. Yeah, yeah. that's if, really cool. If you remember when they did some of the sequels for, for Aladdin, for example, the second Aladdin movie didn't have Robin Williams come back as Genie. And, yeah. you know, it just doesn't have that, that same kind of magic. Yeah. So the fact that they're bringing back, you know, the original vo- voices for Lightning McQueen and for Mater, uh, you know, that, that adds some legitimacy to it. Only I, time I, I'm okay with them changing is if the actor is, past or, or mm-hmm. just unavailable you know but i agree with you it's always good to bring the original voices back so that's not all the pixar goodies coming a new long form animated series coming to disney plus in 2023 is going to be pixar's first ever first ever original long form series titled win or lose each 20 minute episode will highlight the perspective of a different character as a middle school co-ed softball team prepares for their championship game. So uh, th- this one kind of seemed interesting to me. It's, you know, they, they used descriptions like in this one, they're talking about a long form animated series. And there were, there were a few shows that had different descriptions like that. So this one seems uh, interesting to me. It's not going to take any of their, I guess you could say existing uh, IP and, you know, so not going to have Mater or, you know, Buzz or Woody. It's, it's something brand new. And, uh, but, you know, I mean, again, Pixar doesn't make bad stuff. So my guess is this is probably going to be pretty good. So that sounds interesting. A, a middle school co-ed softball team. So uh, I'm a high school teacher. I can tell you <laughs> all kinds of craziness ensues when you have teenagers. So uh, no telling what's going to happen in that one. Well, as if all of that were not enough. Disney Plus Day also confirmed a slew of Marvel-related shows. But I think we're going to have to do this in a lightning round. Otherwise, we're going to be here all day. Dewey, why don't you tell us about some of them? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'm excited about this one. New post-blip New York City starring uh, Jeremy Renner is going to be the new Hawkeye series. Uh, Hawkeye, a.k.a. Clint Barton, has seemingly a simple mission. Just get back to his family. Uh, before Christmas. But when a threat from his past shows up, Hawkeye reluctantly teams up with a 22-year-old skilled archer named Kate Bishop. And this series is going, like I said, going to star Jeremy Renner, uh, Haley Steinfeld, Vera for Vera Formiga, and a whole bunch of other, a uh, whole bunch of other uh, popular actors and some newcomers. And uh, that's going to be executive produced by Jonathan Igla. And, and he's also the head writer. And that's coming to Disney Plus Uh, That's actually just a few days away, November 24th, November 24th. So just a few days away. And look, 
every Disney Plus Marvel show so far has been absolutely fantastic. I'm sure this one is going to be exactly the same. So I'm looking forward to that one. And Moon Knight features Oscar Isaac as a complex vigilant who suffers from identity disorder. The multiple identities who live inside him find themselves thrust into the deadly war of the gods against the backdrop of modern and ancient Egypt. Egypt That premieres in 22. She-Hulk, which comes in 2022 also, features Tatiana Maslany and will, fe- will welcome a few existing Marvel characters to the series, including Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk and Tim Roth as the Abomination. And apparently this is going to be a comedy series. So <laughs> She-Hulk, don't make me angry. I saw that when it says this comedy, when I read about that one, I was like, oh my gosh, Hulk is comedy. Okay, I can see that. There's some funny moments in the movie. So that I'm, again... The Marvel shows haven't let us down yet. So uh, in Miss Marvel, a 16-year-old Pakistani-American from Jersey City is going to get superpowers like the heroes that she's always looked up to. Most importantly, Captain Marvel. That one sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and Marvel Studios also announced new projects and unveiled new logos for its future series, including something called Echo, which is a series starring uh, Alakwa Cox as Maya Lopez, who's going to be introduced in the Hawkeye series. Another series is Ironheart and will star Dominic Thorne as Ryrie Williams, a genius who creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. And now this one has me really excited. The Outside of the Star Wars shows, this is probably the thing I'm most excited about coming to Disney+. Plus. And this is Agatha, House of Harkness, a series starring Katherine Hahn as her series character from WandaVision, the, the, the sinister Agatha. Really looking forward to that. She was fantastic. Katherine Hahn was fantastic as Agatha Harkness. That's going to be really, really cool. I can't, and I didn't see a date for that one. So that's just one of those coming soon kind of things. Yeah. But man, that's going to be really cool. WandaVision was my favorite of the Marvel TV shows so far. So I'm really looking forward to uh, Agatha House of Harkness. And that's a perfect example of how they're taking the shows that they premiere, the ones that are successes, tend to get spinoffs. And um, they can do this on this channel because there's no one to tell them that they can't. They can just keep producing whatever they want uh, as long as audiences are willing to watch it. And I mean, they own all these properties, so yeah. they can they can do whatever they want with them. It's pretty cool. One of the, the ones that surprised me, uh, specifically because of the casting, is a show called Secret Invasion. And it's going to be a series starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn as the Skrull, Taylor's characters. And they first, both of them first met in the Captain Marvel movie. And I find this amazing. I can't even imagine Sam Jackson in a television series. That's going to be a lot of fun. I agree. That's a really big name to have on a, on a streaming service series. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's basically based on a, it sounds like it's based on a comic, but it's going to be about a faction of shape-shifting Skrulls who've been infiltrating Earth for years. <laughs> this one has me uh, really wondering what could possibly be coming because if you've seen the Star Wars holiday special, that's what I think of every time I hear about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. It's a special written and directed by Guardians of the Galaxy veteran James Gunn, 
It's going to feature the Guardians of the Galaxy characters and doing who knows what. That's all we know. It's a do holiday we, Do we know special. if this is animated or, or realistic yet? Uh, I haven't heard either way. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's supposed to have the the, the actors. Yeah. So if, whether it's live action or if they're just voicing animated characters, not sure. But every time I see holiday special, I think of that Star Wars yeah. one. So, um, and you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, they're, those things are pretty wacky. So that's going to be pretty interesting. I can't wait to see. And again, that's another thing that doesn't have a, a date. It's just one of those coming soon things. Another animated series is X-Men 97, and it's going to explore the stories in the iconic 90s timeline of the original series. So the, another interesting storyline. We're also going to be getting a second season of the Marvel show, What If? And that's going to continue the adventure as the Watcher returns to meet new heroes and explore more strange worlds. And yet there's a, yet another animated series that follows Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU. And it's going to be called Spider-Man Freshman Year. And it's planned to be streamed exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Spider-Man fan, so that should be fun. Uh, I am a Groot, a series of original shorts exploring baby Groot's glory day up and getting into trouble among the stars. <laughs> and that last but not least is Marvel Zombies, an animated series from Marvel Studios that reimagines the Marvel Universe as a new generation of heroes battle against an ever spreading zombie scourge urge and look that sounds really cool like i love all those uh world war z and we i was a walking dead guy and like those shows so i'll i'll probably watch anything with zombies in it and then you add marvel characters in boom my man you got me <laughs> so that just about wraps up this list of amazing releases that disney announced on disney plus day which uh, shows why they went all out in promoting this everywhere. And hopefully it will increase, increase their viewership. But more importantly, I hope it inspires them to keep creating good content, things that people want to see. Uh, there's something here for everybody. You don't have to watch everything. But there really is, uh, as I was looking at that list, there's just so much that, that interests me. And I'm glad to know that, that someone is doing that kind of thing. I hope they, because I didn't see some behind the scenes stuff and some of the old stuff that's been out there. I hope they don't stop adding some of that stuff. Cause I really enjoy um, seeing behind the scenes and oh, yeah. some of that old content that used to air on television back in the day. So I hope they continue to find that stuff and put it out there. You just reminded me, I, I didn't, I, I completely blanked out on a whole nother section. One of the, the biggest surprises that we get when you sign into Disney Plus, I'm sure a lot of people were surprised to see that National Geographic is one of the channels that's actually listed on there. It's Star Wars, Marvel, Disney, and National Geographic out of nowhere. But uh, the good thing about that is there's going to be tons of new content for that. I mean, aside from, I, I tend to, my wife and I love the Jeff Goldblum series that's on there. He's got a new series of of his show going on there, but there are going to be a show starring Will Smith, which takes you on an adventure around the world. Chris Hemsworth does a show called Limitless, which tests his metal. And um, there was one other one that I can't think of, but uh, something about uh, America, I believe, America the Beautiful. And yes. there's, there's just so much that's, that's out there for everybody. And, and I'm really looking forward to this. Look, the National Geographic stuff, I 
I can't national geographic. Yeah. I didn't say that word very well the first time. Uh, that's kind of like a hidden gem on yeah. Disney Plus. It really uh, is. I've watched a lot of the the space, space stuff. Things, you know? yeah. I know you guys, I've mm-hmm. talked about my love of space and NASA yeah. and stuff. Uh, the right stuff yeah. and, you know, those kinds of things. There's some really good stuff on National Geographic. Uh, the the Chris Hemsworth and sounds pretty cool. You know, you know, he's he's the mighty Thor. And uh, so he's going to, you know, as as a mere mortal, you know, he's going to be doing some of these things are supposed to test his his strength and endurance and stuff. So that sounds interesting. Yeah. And one of them, you get to see him jump off a building or prepare to. Yes. Yes. It looks pretty cool. And then the, the uh, I think it is called America the Beautiful. I know in the description it talk about it had lines from uh, from the from the song, you know, Amber Waves oh, yeah. of Rain and Purple Mountains Majesty and mm-hmm. stuff. So um, that one uh, that one sounds interesting too. It, it sounds kind of like a little historical, uh, you know, show us some beautiful, you know, the beauty of America. So well, what's good about cool. that is what's good about Nat Geo also is that it allows you the opportunity to make the full use of your HD television screen. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It, I mean, it pops. It yeah. really does. Well, this was a huge event. We hope we're able to fill you in on things that you might have missed. Look forward to seeing a lot of this new and, and thrilling stuff. So, And it inspired me to think of something for our YouTube channel. So stay tuned to that. I have an idea. I'll have to talk, discuss it with the guys. And if we put it together, you, you can find something that will be exclusive to that, that will be related to to Disney Plus, but we're curious to know what are you interested in watching? Uh, let us know in the comments or send us an email to social media. Look for us at WDW Reflections Podcast. We, we would love to hear which of these shows that we announced are you looking forward to, or did they forget to announce something that's that's one of your favorites? So please let us know. Look, bottom line right here is Disney Plus is becoming a juggernaut. I mean, it's I mean, everything they announced in this one day. Uh, it's you know when when it started of course it had all of that really cool you know the Disney movies from way back when and you could access some some older you know older content and stuff from the different properties but holy smokes so much new stuff and you know they own Marvel they own Star Wars they and then of course they own the Disney catalog juggernaut is the only word I can think of to describe what Disney plus is becoming it's just I mean it's overfilling the, you know, it's the cup runneth over with so much stuff that they already have and that is coming soon. So, well, it's interesting, Dewey. Um, I remember back a little while ago, I don't remember the dates exactly, but they were trying to introduce just a Disney network mm-hmm. that you would actually purchase a network. And I think they've, accomplished what they were looking to do with that by creating disney plus now that so many people stream versus having a true network that or service that they use so it's exciting times for sure i'm very excited about a lot of that i didn't geek out like you guys have over the star wars stuff i'm 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 looking forward to it but i didn't geek out like you guys did there's some neat shows out there that are coming though that i think will be a lot of fun to watch well, do you guys remember, uh, I remember when Disney Plus first started back in 2019, uh, some of the, there were some naysayers and they were, oh. you know, saying stuff like, you know, I don't even watch, I have so many move, Disney movies on VHS or on DVD. I don't even watch those anymore. You know, why do I need Disney Plus? Well, they've struck back and given you an answer. There is so much, this is way beyond just 
you know, rewatching Pinocchio, the animated feature, you know, this is, I mean, just again, like said, there's, there's so much as you, were, as you guys were talking about there, there's so many behind the scenes things and, and something that people may not realize either. If you go through the screens on the individual movies, many times they will include what used to be called DVD extras. If you, if you skim through the, the screen for, uh, let's say one of the Star Wars movies or Marvel movies, you will see deleted scenes. I know the Jungle Cruise has a whole slew of, scenes that didn't make it into the movie and, and also That's a little cool. a little feature about the making of the movie all of those things are little hidden things that are in there and accessible just by your remote for 7.99 this is definitely that worth it i mean disney was running a promotion on friday where uh, you could get it for a dollar 99 and, and I'm, I'm assuming we may see that pop up again maybe on black friday or maybe before the end of the year but if you are not a subscriber to Disney Plus, you're gonna be you're gonna be missing out. All right. Typically, at this point of the show, we do something called "What's Happening Now," where we talk about what's currently going on in the Disney World. But uh, I think we kind of just covered that. It's it's literally happening now on your local television screen. So why don't we jump over for our next segment, our final segment of the of the episode? And that means that it's time for this week's What's Your Favorite? Each week, one of our hosts brings with them a question to ask the other two guys. The other two hosts don't know the questions ahead of recording and must answer it on the spot. This week, the question is going to be posed to us by Ron. Ron, what do you have for us this week? I've got a super hard question for you this week. Uh-oh. It is going to stay with what we've been talking about, movies and the outside of the parks. But here's the question. And the question is, Disney Classic or Pixar? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. So you want to know which one do we prefer? Which is our... Which is your favorite? But, oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. <laughs> Told you it'd be tough. Hmm. And I'm going to go last, so I'm going to let, I don't know who I normally pick, so let's just go, Tony, let's go with you. Let's hear what you think. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you the instant answer that popped into my head, um, probably because of my age and because of um, my uh, affection for for things Disney. I'm going to say a Disney classic. Uh, There are so many of those films. Um, to adore and love. Actually, I have some of them behind me. I've had these these uh, laser discs of Pinocchio and Snow White for ages. Um, they um, they are my favorite movies, and they count as some of my favorite movies of all time. So definitely, I will go with the Disney classics uh, up until the mid '90s during the um, the revitalization. But I am so happy that a lot of these movies, most of them are available on Disney Plus to revisit. I haven't had the, the chance that I thought I would to look at them all, but I'm glad to know that they're somewhere in sort of a, a repository where I can go to and access them when necessary. So I will say Disney classics. However, I will say that Pixar movies are like nothing else. They are they're very touching. The reason, One of the reasons I won't say Pixar is because I would say each one of those touches the emotion that you come out of there going, <laughs> watching. I'll never forget um, when Up came out. Uh, my wife and I were trying to figure out what movie to go see. 
and I picked up the review section of a, of a magazine to find out which of the movies that we wanted to see. We saw Up was on there. And she said, well, what's that about? And as I was reading the description of it alone, I'm crying. She's like, what's the matter? What's the matter? And I'm like, I can't get through this. I can't get through this, this description. Pixar finds a way to touch the emotions in every movie that's created. And even something as simple or as silly as uh, the Finding Nemo sequel, they'll find some way to touch you and make you feel uh, really um, some kind of, of emotion. But my heart is always with the original Disney movies, the classics. Yeah, that's a good question, Ron. Um, and maybe maybe it's just because uh, of, of our age. We're probably my guess is we're all going to say uh, going to say Disney classics. I don't know. Ron may may pull a switcheroo on us, but I'm going Disney classics too. And probably just because you know I've enjoyed Pixar for which is crazy to think, but '95 is when Toy Story came out, so we've been enjoying Pixar for over 20 years now. But my entire life has been about Disney. You know, I, I remember, uh, you know, when I was uh, really small, I had one of those uh, viewfinder things that you oh, that yeah. had the big yellow cartridge, you know, and you, you spun it like this. Um, I, you know, that was Mickey Mouse and it was Mickey and Goofy and Pluto or, or Donald uh, when they were uh, in the haunted house. Don't you know, I remember yeah. that. I mean, m some of my earliest memories are our disney memories you know talking about the, the the fab five and stuff like that and and then you get to you know like tony said in the the late 80s early 90s with the disney renaissance i mean arguably some of the best disney movies ever came out in that decade with little mermaid and beauty and the beast and uh, aladdin and lion king you know those four or five movies alone surpass anything pixar's done and this is, you know, Dewey's opinion, of course, but those those powerhouses right there at the end of the 80s and the early 90s uh, win it for me. And that's not even talking about the Cinderella's and the, you know, the Mary Poppins and, and that kind of stuff. So I'm going Disney classic not to take anything away from Pixar because Pixar has not made a bad movie yet. I, I agree with you guys. I think that um, for me, I'm, I am weighing it because Pixar is what my girls grew up on. And all, we, we even our night, nightly ritual with um, my youngest um, started with um, a headbutt and dude as we would go to bed from Finding Nemo. Um, so there's there's huge um, emotional tie for me in the Pixar movies. Um, but you're right. I mean, I'm not sure this it, it is a difficult question because I think that uh, the movies are incredible on both sides. But I'm probably going to go with, I will go with Disney classics as well, just because that's, that's, it's the classics and, and they're the classics for a reason. And to your point, Dewey, that, that, that last few years when they were really coming out with some of the mega hits are, are incredible as well. So um, I'm going to go with Disney classics. Maybe it wasn't as hard a question as, as I was anticipating, but it's still, it, it's, it's a question that makes you go, Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, so we like you said, Tony. I'd love to hear what um, our listeners, uh, what their favorite is, and and why, and 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 hear 
that and they can comment, of course, or send us an email, whatever they like to do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can follow us on all of our social media. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, pretty much everything. We're, we're at, at WDW Reflections Podcast and on Twitter at WDW Reflections. I think that's the only different one. Uh, if you love the show or if you want to comment on the show, please leave us some feedback. Uh, any kind of positive feedback on the different services will help the show reach a larger audience and help us grow. So don't forget, you can always message us from any of those social media accounts or you, and send us questions, comments, requests for trip tips, ideas for future podcast topics, and just about anything else you can think of. So uh, keep coming back because we truly appreciate you. Thank you for joining us for this very special look at the Disney Plus Day announcements here on the WDW Reflections Podcast. See you real soon. Cool.